Lane. We keep the code, gated community, who got the code? Niggas was pumping this gas for the road, now niggas is smoking this gas on the road. I said from the jump, I'm the nigga to blow. I said it once, I won't say it no more. Told me be quiet, she told me relax. She want my promises, she want me back. This could be special, this could be different, but I like my space. You hate the distance, I'm on my way to this money, we get it. I hope the things that I did were forgiven. I got a baby face, I don't want Yo, it's Christian, man. Welcome back. Back again. Episode 3 of the Christian Devion Podcast. I'm having fun, bro. I'm busy as hell. That nigga, you know, if you've been paying attention the last couple weeks, you know, song going crazy. Content almost on a daily, basically daily. You know what I'm saying? Talking to a lot of people. Trying to get the song out Trying to get this podcast out Shout out, shout out to everybody that's been listening um, And sharing And commenting and liking You know Following You know Really appreciate the support You know what I'm saying It's only the beginning It's a lot of things going on Shout out to Out the Box Mag You know Over there we You know We got something We cooking up right now As far as You know Some more content over there uh, with the podcast bag, you know, so um, if you're listening to this, go check out Out the Box magazine on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Um, find the find find that content over there. Um, it's really music reviews, but you know, we get on there, we start talking about culture topics. You know what I'm saying? So. And again, this is this is what we do here at the Christian Devion Podcast. Again, I'm gonna start the show. You know what I'm saying? If you're listening, you're a part of the show. You know what I mean? So let me know what you want me to talk about. For real, for real. Like for real. DM me, email me, whatever you gotta do, text me, you got my number. Uh let me know if you want me to cover a certain situation, a certain story. If I if I didn't cover something correctly, you know what I'm saying, let me know. Um I want some input. And pretty soon I'm gonna start bringing people on here. We we gonna get we gonna get some guests on the Christian Devion podcast. They ain't gonna be in here with me, but you know we gonna we gonna do this thing virtually somehow. Eventually we gonna get to where everybody in the same room. But um, start off, y'all stuck with me. So give me topics, man. Ask me stupid questions. Ask me smart questions too. You know what I'm saying? There is a difference. I know somebody, when you was younger, somebody told you there's no such thing as a stupid question. There is. But you know what? After you ask your stupid question, you know, you learn something. So ask. Just ask. You know, it's all right. Look, question that we on podcast, you already know what's going on. You already know the format if you've been here. If this is the first time here. If it's your first time here and you press play on a whole pod, because, you know, a lot of people be... Watching the clips, looking at the clips, and the clips only give you a little glimpse of everything. If you listen to the whole podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I really get in depth with stuff. So, you know, I'm starting off with music topics, any crazy topics. I really ain't got too many crazy stories to talk about. Um, but we got a lot of music to talk about and a lot of sports. So, um, yeah, man, we about to get right into it. Music. So Meek Mill and and Ross dropped um, single Lyrical Easy. They just announced an album is about to come out. I think November tenth or eleventh. I forget. It's called Too Good to Be True. Um, and they just dropped this Lyrical Easy song after they dropped Shaq and Kobe that came out. 
was it like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Man, the song is cool, man. Um, it don't really feel like a single. Like when you think about Meek Mill and even Rick Ross, like they be having really strong singles. This really feel like these last two tracks really feel like filler tracks. You know what I'm saying? Like and and I know and I know how that feels. Like so like when you listen to the song I just dropped called Facts, Shameless Plug, like it's not the best song I done wrote this year. It's not even. But it's something that gets the conversation going. Um and, you know, it portrays me in a way that if you haven't listened to me, you probably will be intrigued. But if you have listened to me before, you probably not disappointed, I don't think. Because um, I am rapping on there. But it's definitely not, like, my best song. But it's something to break the ice. And I feel like that's what they're doing with these last couple tracks. You know, it's Rick Ross and Meek Mill. Like, they're album artists. Like, they always come out with good albums. They usually have good singles on there. Um, in in this day and age, especially when you at um, the part of the career that they are in, where they really not chasing singles, they not chasing hit songs, they don't need to, and I don't even know what they really trying to do with this this project. You really got to kind of think about when people are already seasoned and they already been in the industry for a while, what they really trying to like. What are they really trying to do? Are they just trying to put something out? Regardless, I feel like whenever the album does drop, the best music we still haven't listened to. So, um, that I feel like I know for sure. But it gets the conversation going. Basically, they put it out. They put this song out just to say, hey, album's coming November 10th or whatever. Probably getting it wrong. Yeah, November 10th. But, yeah, man. Ross, Meek Mill. I feel like it's this overdue. This probably should have already happened. Um, so yeah, man, I'm ready to hear what they got going on for us. Next, T.I., Kill the King album. He announced that, said it's going to be his retirement. This is his last, this is his last album, which is, you know, it's rap. Like, are you really going to retire? Like, that's, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, we'll see if you, you know, hear from you again, but look, man. It's crazy just to think about T.I. retiring because I remember when he first came out. Man, I remember when um, I remember when The King Is Back dropped. Like, I remember when that album dropped and then he was like really at his uh, height. I remember my MySpace page had that song Bankhead on there. And I'm, and I'm this one I'm still in CT. And I'm like, yeah, that nigga T.I. for it. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas from Atlanta. But, uh, the King, uh, the King album when that dropped, like that was, that was when, 2006, something like that. So like, he uh, it's well, I don't want to say overdue, but these people been in the game almost 20 years, you know what I'm saying? Like so, but it is music. That's what's so weird about saying you retire, like. None of the older acts talk about retirement. Like they be, they be, they be touring in their fifties and their sixties or whatever. So, only rap. Like we such a different type of, like our genres. Like we make our own rules. That's what's so funny about us because we'll make our own rules, um, and then, like, we'll judge people by how they play the game. Even though this is the supposed to be the rule breaking genre. 
we break the genres, rules that was set in the 90s and the 80s and the 70s, and the old people don't like it. So, you know, retire, we'll see. I'm looking forward to an album. T.I. is another one of those people who ha- comes out with really good album projects. So, you know, I'm ready to see what T.I. got going on for real. All right, now we about to get into this Chris Brown. Um, sensational Afrobeat single new album 1111 coming out right 11 studio album this is this is anytime somebody comes out with a precise album what was it was it last week I said it like somebody's gonna drop an album and it's gonna be very short and like you're gonna tell how good it is because um, and, and now I'm a, I'm a CB fan so you know, I'm probably gonna like a lot of it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. If it's a bad album, you like four to eleven tracks out. Like, uh, I mean, that's even still almost half. But if you drop eleven out eleven song album in this day and age, like the majority of it should be liked in order for it to be a good album. And Chris Brown usually he drops what thirty thirty songs on albums minimum. Um, more recently and he usually got like again i'll be whenever i listen to it, i'm like okay i'm about to listen to it and i'm gonna run through it off first listen how many i like off second listen add some more off fourth and then you know sometimes you you miss something and somebody tell you about something especially with this this nigga man he dropped so much music so um but yeah usually it'd be around there 11 12 15 songs i really mess with so him doing an 11 song album i'm interested in seeing uh what he do with it sensational is a good song um it's cool it's afrobeat you know afrobeat taking over and uh, like you know so it makes sense to me who else dropped man city's girl city girls drop i ain't listen to the album to be honest with y'all uh it ain't for me but i'm a reporter here on the cdp right so look city girls drop i listen to static take he produce little dirk on there sliding jt slid on there uh miami slid on there like that shit hit when i'm looking though like it's getting mixed reviews i don't think it's gonna sell that well first week but who cares anywho uh it's getting mixed reviews i've seen a lot of positivity but i do see people people just be hating so i don't know i, I really don't know what to expect i don't know what to expect because i'm not too much of a, i've never listened to a city girls album let me just be honest with you maybe i should i don't know y'all let me know like let me know if I need a deep dive of this album, that's what y'all want me to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. I I listen. I love music. All music. I listen to City Girls. I'm just not about to. Like, it was a lot of stuff that happened this weekend. Like, that was, you know, I'm going to let somebody else enjoy that. That's not for me. Look, but I like Carisha because, like, she got a podcast. And the fact that she got a podcast and she's able to market a product that matches her vibe and matches even the show and you able to use that product she's able to use the product on the show um with the cards and then she's selling that to her like it's good business it's smart business so i can respect her for that and then um and i'll be listening depending on who's on there uh but somebody said something about uh i seen somebody people were saying jt need to get away from the group like she need a what they say offset she need to offset herself need to split up and it's just like i mean 
out of the two of them, JT seems to be like the the more artsy person. So, yeah, I could see that being something that happens, but y'all let me know. I don't know. I don't know too much about City Girls. I ain't I ain't, I ain't too seasoned on the City Girls. You know what I'm saying? So, what I be hearing, they be they know how to flow. They know how to ride a beat. They be saying some stuff. I see why y'all fuck with them. Um, y'all let me know though, for real. Man, who else dropped, man? J Rock, Abso, Blowfly. It's a cool song. Another little straight little song. They rapping on here though. J Rock and, and Soul, they always gonna they always gonna give you some bars on here. But I think J Rock about to release something. So again, it's like a filler track. Like me throw these, you know what I'm saying? Throw them a little something to see. Test the waters real quick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, J-Rock, another good album. Like, whenever these people drop, Meek, Ross, T.I., J-Rock, Absol, even. Like, these are album artists, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get a good album, usually. Um, so, I don't know if he's dropping fourth quarter, if he's going to drop next year. It makes sense that it comes fourth quarter. I feel like he was talking about his album in the summer, and then nothing really happened. Um, but yeah, man, this song made me think about Vice City. Like I'm, I listened to it and then I went back to J Rock's old projects and I, like Vice City, like we forget how good that song was, how hard that beat is. Like, like bro, J Rock got some, got some classics, classics on them. Chains and Wayne drop Pressure, um, album announcement. All these collab albums. Mm-hmm. I see it. I see it. Um, Again, the song is cool. Like, Pressure is cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, they doing a sequel today. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Welcome to Collar Grove. I forget the first one. That they did in, like, 2017. Two Chains two and, and Wayne. So, uh, November 17th, Collar Grove going to be out. Man, you know, I'm a Wayne fan. I'm a big Wayne fan. I was just talking about MySpace. Like, before the Bankhead song on T.I., and after the Bankhead song, I know it was a Wayne song. Like, like in that era, like he, you came to my MySpace, and you wanted to see who was in my top three friends, top four friends. I ain't have no eight. I had a small circle. No sir, but for real, it was really three, three of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, anyway, Wayne to be on there. Cannon. I remember when Cannon dropped. Y'all remember when Cannon dropped? Listen close, I got duct tape and rope. I leave you missing like the. That was that was on my MySpace page for the longest. Anyway, anytime Wayne drop, I'm with it. I did not listen to that little prequel album. I could just tell when somebody just throwing something out. For I don't know why. I ain't listened to it yet. I really haven't. You know I need to just to check it out. Um, a lot of music this weekend. Lola Brooke. She dropped Pit Stop with French, Montana, right? It's cool. Like, it's a lot of cool stuff coming out. You know what I mean? It's a lot of, huh, here you go. Let me tell you what's not cool, though. That Bryson Tiller track, You by Lola Brooke. That's, that's, that's a song. 
and ain't nobody really talking about it. I don't know. I guess you can't make no TikTok to it or whatever. That's a real good song. Like, I don't know why, like, that wasn't pushed for the summer. That could have been a real summer. I forget when it came out, but I, I remember it coming out, and I just checking it out, and it's just, like, slowly, like, became one of my favorite songs that done came out um, recently. And um, so when I seen French, I was like, okay, she about to come out with something else, like, and this pit stop is cool. It's it's all right. I'm hoping that album. I'm I'm rooting for Lola. Uh, I'm hoping that album is is some of that. Like I really hope she an album artist. Um, we need another woman rapper that's an album artist that's gonna give us, you know, some substance. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, Dennis's daughter sound like it's gonna have some substance on there. Hopefully, you know what I mean? So. We haven't. I haven't heard a project from Lola. I don't know if she has any, um, but she, she seems talented enough to be very good um, for coming out with a good body of work. So I'm interested in, in hearing what's going on with, with that. Oh, so look, so the Breakfast Club could possibly be making another change because DJ, DJ Envy, we can't talk today, DJ Envy, had some fed pressure at iHeart last week over that the scamming they doing with the real estate. I guess he was telling 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 folk, yeah, I, I turn a hundred into the one fifty and then the one fifty into the two twenty and the two twenty into the three. He was doing some they was doing some wild business. So I heard, um, allegedly. Man. What I care about is that show, Breakfast Club. Say hypothetically, DJ Envy, DJ Envy gets fired. And can't can't talk. Envy, nigga. Say Envy, Envy five times. DJ Envy, say he leaves, and it's just Charlemagne. Like I could see him doing. I could see him continuing doing the revolving chair that they be doing, and it's like something. It's similar to what Stephen A. does on his show, on First Take, where it's um you know. On Mondays and what Thursdays is it? Uh, Shannon Sharp is there, and then somebody else is there, and uh, Dan Orlovsky's always there, like, but not for the whole show, like something like that. Jess Hilarious does good. I know the Poor Minds Girls was up there for a little bit. Like Charlemagne really always been the main focal point of that show. Like one of the reasons why the Breakfast Club became the Breakfast Club because Charlemagne. This is before he, you know, you know when some rappers they they was they was real good when they was on drugs. Like they say, Eminem need to start popping pills again, which is messed up, by the way. But I mean, that's how they be talking about Charlemagne. Like before Charlemagne, you know, um, got his mental health right or whatever, he used to really ask people the craziest questions, and that's how the Breakfast Club used to really get. Like really came on people radar because you go somebody to sit down over there and Charlemagne asked him some crazy and it'll go viral. DJ Envy was always just like sitting over there, truly, honestly, sitting over there, cool. He was alright. Like DJ Envy don't ruin the show, but he was he's never been like you know he was the he was he was the C Mike. Angela Yee was the B Mike. Charlemagne was the A Mike. So. Interesting to see if there is going to be a change. Um, the show hasn't been the same for a while. 
though I still listen and I'm a fan. And what does DJ Envy do after this? I think he's 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 become a, a good B mic now that Angela's gone. Like he's better than I think I thought he would have been. But interesting over there. I hope everything goes correctly with the situation. I ain't gonna go into it. I really don't know too many details. I really don't care. I'm gonna be honest with you. But here on this show, if you want me to cover anything, y'all let me know. Send me a message, whatever y'all want me to do. Y'all want me to cover, I I see. I see and I'll give y'all my input and ask y'all questions or whatever. Y'all could tell me what's going on. Alright. So by the time you hear episode four Halloween, I think it's next Tuesday or something like that. Today's Tuesday. I'm recording on Tuesday night. Um, Halloween should be here already and, and gone. So, you know, I want to do a little bit something for the, you know, the season, the spook, spooktober, right? And, you know, the podcast started in October and you, you didn't hear nothing about Halloween. So I want to, before, before it ends, before the season changes, you know what I'm saying? I want to do a little something, you know what I mean? A little something for Halloween. So I'm going to give y'all my favorite my top five favorite Halloween movies. Not Halloween movies, scary movies. And understand something. There's a difference between my favorite and the best, right? There's a difference. And a lot of y'all don't understand that, you know what I'm saying? There's a difference between who you think the best is and what everybody, like, what's the best? Who's the best? And what's your favorite? You know what I'm saying? Because some people, you know, they, you know, they like quality. Some people don't need quality and the less quality be they favorite for a different reason. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this is my favorite, top five favorite scary movies, right? Number five, Freddy versus Jason. You know what I'm saying? I got one main reason. I got a lot of reasons, truly, but I got one main reason, and it's because the black girl almost made it throughout the whole thing, and it's Kelly. You know what I'm saying? It was Kelly. You know what I'm saying? We was rooting for Kelly. And, and Jason ain't had to smack her like that. He ain't had to smack her like that. He ain't even stab her with the with the machete. He just smacked the shit out of her. I'm a cuss right now. He smacked the shit out of her food. She went flying. She hit the tree. You know what I'm saying? He could have, you know what I'm saying, sliced her up a little something. But she almost made it. And this is when Kelly was in the height. Like Destiny's Child was at the end. Like, and, and Dilemma, Dilemma, the song with Nelly had just dropped, like, the year before. So, yeah, she was, she was up there. She was up there. I'm sure, I'm sure it was some grown, grown people, you know, because I'm young. I'm, like, eight years old when it's come out. I'm sure it was some grown people, like, yo, yo, Kelly about to be bigger than y'all say. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. You know how people be talking crazy. Yeah, Kelly Cole, though, like, Kelly's real good. You know what I'm saying? Movie. It's one of my favorite scary movies. I can't help it. When I think about uh, when I think about Freddy, he's really like one of the, he's like the perfect killer. He's like the perfect scary movie villain because, like, what's scarier than not not being able to go to sleep? Like you you need sleep. You can't not go to sleep. So if you terrified of Freddy and Freddy. You can't run from your dreams. You can't. Now, I done killed Freddy plenty times in my dreams. Like, you're not about to come 
in my dream and ruin my sleep. You ain't about to do that. So uh, it's my dream. So, I, you know, I got a crazy imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Freddy ain't. Freddy, Freddy was scared of me. Came in my dream. He, he see me. Like, after the eighth time I killed him, he seen me in my dream. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to just go with somebody else. I was like, yeah, yeah, leave. Go somewhere. For real. Perfect, perfect movie villain, though. Perfect scary movie villain. Because, again, had people scared to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? And then him going against Jason, like, it was just a good, you know. I really like, I don't know what it is about that movie. I really like Freddy vs. Jason. It's not even the best Nightmare on Elm Street. It's not the best Jason movie. It's not. That's what I'm talking about. Favorites. It's all about favorites. It's just something about the movie I like. You know what I'm saying? Number four. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the one that came out in 2003. A lot of these came out around the same time. You know what I'm saying? A road trip that went wrong. You know what I'm saying? That always get me. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, and I'm one of those people that if the movie start off with, based on a true story, oh, you got me. Based on a true story, oh, you got me. I'm paying attention even more now. You know what I'm saying? So I can just remember watching this. And knowing that this was based off a true story And you know This before I knew Based mean It's loosely based I'm thinking this really happened just like this Yeah he really did not like that with a chainsaw But um, Chainsaw Massacre Leatherface was the killer in Chainsaw Massacre He was based off the killer Ed Gein from the 50s And there's a few different movies that It's based off of Ed Gein In real life Um, And he really he did like like uh collect i think he used to dig people's graves up and collect bones and their remains and stuff like that so he was on some weird i mean that's just evils type stuff for real texas chainsaw massacre though, like one of my favorite scary movies you know what i'm saying number three number three jeepers creepers i don't know why i don't know why that beating you license plate, another road trip. They in the back rows, ain't got no cell phone, ain't got no AC. Car wouldn't start every 23rd spring. The whole movie, I remember thinking the whole movie, oh man, his sister gonna get it. He want his sister. Whole time he wanted her, wanted him. I don't know, man. Jeepers Creepers is one of my favorite scary movies. It really is, I don't know why. Number two was, was hard, too, with the uh, high school team or whatever, high school football team or whatever. I really like that, too. Uh, they killed all the black people, though. Yeah. They didn't last in that one. Maybe. I think I think in number two, uh, in number one, the black girl, she knew everything. The black lady, she knew everything. Number two, somebody black did, did make it. Pretty sure. Hmm. I ain't watched it in a minute. Jeepers Creepers, bro. Number three. Number two. Scream. These deaths not the scariest. Like I said, like, this not the scariest, but, like, the Scream franchise is one of my favorite movie franchises, period. Um, not just scary. Um, truly, like, Scream is, it's really a mystery. You know what I'm saying? Um, a mystery slasher. You know what I'm saying? Really, it's a, it's a who, who done it, almost, like, you always trying to figure out who's Ghostface because it's always somebody different. 
Um, so you're trying to, yeah, it's a mystery. Uh, I, and I like, I like mysteries. So I could do that too. I could do that. I could rank my top five murder mysteries on one pod. That'd be lit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scream though. You know what I'm saying? Sydney, Dewey, Billy, um, Gail. I love those characters. Um, my favorite is the first one. I could rank Scream. I could just rank the Scream movies. Um, yeah, but you, you really, like, you, how can you watch, how can you not watch Scream during Halloween? Like, it's, it should be a requirement. It's definitely a requirement. I already done watched it the other day. Um, the, my favorite scary movie is The Conjuring. It's the only movie that I done watched in the theater and I was scared around a whole bunch of group of people. Cause I don't play with demons. I don't play with demons. And a demon don't care where you at. You could be in the movie theater. If a demon wanna come get you, they coming and get you, man. And I know a lot of y'all been fighting demons, so I'm praying for you. But fight them away from me. Don't bring no demons over this way. Know what I'm saying? Conjuring, again, based on true events. But this really, like, this how it really happened. Like, what was it with Ed and Lorraine Warren? Um, Ed was the demonologist and Lorraine was like the medium. She could talk to spirits. She could communicate with spirits or whatever. These real people. This really happened to the Perron family in Connecticut. Not Connecticut. Rhode Island. Um, yeah. Very intriguing. And of course, all the different sequels. Um, Insidious. Uh, Annabelle. What else? Conjuring 2 is good too. Uh, the first one though is, yeah, it's like one of the scariest movies I've ever seen that I actually enjoy. Um, and of course, it being based off a of true story, you know, it just it add a little something to it. But yeah, man, those my five favorite scary movies of all time. Happy Halloween. Hey, before I get into sports, let me give y'all some honorable mentions of the Halloweens. Um, the Halloween franchise, of course, I really like it. It's just not, it's like probably number six, number seven. You know what I mean? It's not my favorite, not my favorite, but you can't mention scary movies without mentioning Michael Myers. You really can't. I like Idle Hands. You know what I'm saying? If you like Final Destination, the main character in the first one, he plays in Idle Hands. I don't know why. Like, like these are just weird movies. They're not even, like, the scariest movies, but I just, I like them. Um, Saw, of course. Um, and if y'all seen The Blackening, if you haven't seen The Blackening, you should go see The Blackening. It just came out in the summer. Scary movie. It's funny, though. But it, it's like a slasher, basically. Um, but yeah, man. That's, dope. That's my spooky segment. Next year in October, we're going to do, I'm going to figure out a creative way to keep it spooky throughout October. You know what I'm saying? That was cool. Like, that was, you know, I like that little segment. All right, we about to get into the sports. I ain't, yeah. I ain't, I ain't even going, look, we, I'm about to start talking y'all in the stand if you, if you be leaving. Look, the WNBA, the Aces won since the last time. I forget what day they won, but. It might have been that same night that I released last week. So, like, last Wednesday. Pretty sure they won. But, yeah. And this was the this was a game that Liberty could have won. 
Chelsea Gray was hurt. Um, and Sabrina played well. Uh, Vander Sloot played. <laughs> Vander Sloot played very well. She just missed the last shot. Pretty much, I think, feel like she barely touched the rim too. But Brianna didn't play well. You know what I'm saying? They locked her down for the most part. That was the game for them to win. And that's how deep the aces really are. You know what I'm saying? Aja Wilson, 24 points, 15 rebounds. Jackie Young, 16 points, 7 assists. She assists the ball well. Like, they are so deep. You know what I mean? Um, again, Sabrina had 13 points. Brianna only had 10 points. You know what I'm saying? Only took 11 shots. You know, it was a close game. Right down to the end. And that's what I mean. I like watching people win championships. So, back-to-back, Ace is the first team to do it in a while. I forget what year it was. WNBA is over. NBA has started tonight. Right now, the Lakers are playing Denver. You know what I'm saying? I had to get this episode done. Otherwise, I'll be listening to that or watching that right now. But, you know, I want to get this episode out right now. So, you know, I'm going to cover NBA. I might touch on it at the end of this episode, but... We got nine months of the NBA, so it's going to be plenty NBA content on this show, you know what I'm saying, going forward. All right, we about to get into uh, college football. I'm going to start with my team. Texas barely beat Houston, 31-24. Quinn Ewers got hurt at the end of the game. Hurt again. Our first thought was, let's go Arch. Let's go Archie. Let him... Let him free. But, you know, that's just an emotional response. Malik, redshirt freshman, he went out there, pretty much handed the ball off, managed the game. I think he threw two balls, one or two. It was the very end of the game. We run the ball well. Um, man, I'm watching, I'm listening to, uh, what am I listening to while I'm driving? I think Tennessee, Alabama. And then I just look at the scores, and I'm like, yo, why are we so close? Why are we so close? I wasn't even going to pay attention to Texas because Ohio State and Penn State played before, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to Bama and Tennessee. I really wasn't paying attention to my team. And, you know, sometimes when you don't pay attention to your team, that's when they lose, so you got to pay attention so that they win because if if you don't pay attention, they ain't going to win because they need you to watch, like, you know what I mean? Y'all know what I mean. When you don't watch, they lose. But when you watch, they don't lose. You get what I'm saying? Even though they lost to Oklahoma and I was watching. Anywho, look, running the ball. Because we have a good defense and we have a really good run game, we should be good without Quinn because he is going to miss some time. We should be good without Quinn. We got BYU this week. Hopefully he's back next week. I haven't checked to see how long he's going to be going, but um, he's not playing next next game against BYU. Um, but, yeah, man, we're going to see how Malik is. You know what I'm saying? We should we have a nice QB room. Like, he's a freshman, red-shirted, but he, he got size to him. He can move. He could throw the ball. He, he throws. He, he could throw the ball. It, you, you, we just don't have too much information on him. I think he threw, like, four balls total before this. He played against somebody else. Rice, maybe. I forget who he played against. He got garbage minutes. But when you don't got too much information, 
like live information you don't know what to expect so i don't know what to expect i'm gonna be paying attention this week just to see just just to see it's gonna be interesting all right, look, look, look. Alabama would have come back at Tennessee, 34-20. You know what I'm saying? Last week, I told you. I'll I, I be, I be feeling bad for Tennessee because I'll be wanting them to be good for their fans' sake because I got a lot of Tennessee fan, you know, people around me. So, like, I, you know, I don't like to see y'all depressed. I'm going to be honest. I might like to see Cowboy fans depressed because they be talking, talking real crazy. And, you know, Tennessee fans kind of got the same delusion, but I don't know. I really do. I really do feel bad for Tennessee fans sometimes. Um, Look, Nick Saban is just a real good coach. That defense is still very good. You were playing in Tuscaloosa. That momentum really and, and and the momentum swing and it never left them. Once they took it, it was over with. That you know, the second half Tennessee could not score. Um it was a lot of penalties, I feel like. And yeah, Melro ended up making a few more plays. Um, but that's what I expected because I don't know, Alabama against the most of the competition they're gonna find a way to win you got to be a very 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 good football team in order to be alabama and um tennessee's good just not very 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 good i think truly and y'all know that your quarterback is if it was hooker be different if y'all had a quarterback tennessee would win that game you're kind of handicapped by the quarterback play and you know that's football like that's what we're going to talk about on this show all the time. NFL, college, high school. If you got a quarterback that can throw it when the defense knows you're throwing it, off a of blitz, off pressure, when it matters most, you're going to win most of your games. If you don't, the conditions for him have to be perfect for him to play well enough for you to win the game. And if the other quarterback can do more than him, then you know, you kind of handicapped, and this came down to who can make the most plays, and Alabama just did on both sides of the ball, especially in the second half, so, um, yeah, man, I'm sorry, Tennessee. Okay, the other game of the week, from last week, Ohio State beat Penn State 20-12, to lower score than I was thinking for sure. You know what I'm saying? I was expecting Drew Allard to play a lot better and that offense to play a lot better. Like, they didn't really run the ball like I thought they would have. They didn't set him up like I thought they would have. But it was hard. Ohio State's defense is a lot better than I was giving credit. I did not say anything about defense last week. It was was an afterthought, truly, like, but their defense is real good, and even Penn State's defense is real good. And I, you know, I still feel I, I, I know Michigan is just a more complete team. I know I'm already thinking ahead, and I'm supposed to be talking about this Penn State and Ohio State team. But seeing Ohio State handle Penn State, and you know, Kyle McCord pretty much managed this game, and um, you know, 
they really as they should have fed Marvin Harrison like I said like Marvin Harrison Kyle McCord and Ryan Day was going to figure out a way to make more plays in Penn State and that's what it really came down to um and uh it's going to be very interesting to see how it finished but I really feel like when Ohio State beats beats when they come when it comes to them playing Michigan that's going to expose them because Again, quarterback play is so so important. I think uh, the Michigan offensive line, they're going to be able to do a little better than Penn State. Like, Ohio State's defense is good, but Michigan's defense is good, too. Um, and I don't know if you're going to be able to play a game on offense if you're Ohio State against Michigan like they played against Penn State. Um and win it like I really see that now that we deepen in the season Michigan is definitely one of the better teams in the uh, country for sure like we know that for sure even though they going through something right now like this the signs signaling stealing or whatever I ain't even gonna go into that like come on that's crazy again if y'all want me to cover that let me know but that's ridiculous truly um. Yeah, man, Penn State was kind of disappointing listening to it. I was really wanted to. I wanted. I wanted to see them go at it in a shootout, but it was still a good game. It was very interesting. Twenty to twelve, close, but pretty much you could tell Ohio State was in control the whole time. Whenever, whenever it is a, a team that really can't move the ball the way they want to. You don't ever, like, a play could happen, a big play can happen, and that's what you always waiting on. But, you know, if you can't consistently just get first downs, it's going to be a problem. And I don't think Penn State got that many first downs. I'm pretty sure. And third down, they were horrible. So, yeah, man, Ohio State's defense stopped Drew Allard. I think, you know, he's young, freshman still, nice arm. This was his first big test. He's not going to play the way he plays in the next big game how he did. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think he his future is still bright. You know what I mean? Still young. He played Ohio State. It's not no easy team, man. USC lost to Utah. Like, yeah, man, they ain't that good. Like, they, like Caleb Williams been carrying them. You know what I'm saying? That offense... That defense, Utah, I don't got much to say about this game. I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch it. I was asleep. I missed a good game. Utah, been sleeping on Utah. A lot of people haven't been sleeping on Utah. I just know their quarterback hurt. So it's just like, again, like when it comes down to it, like they about to play Oregon this week, right? Where's that next week? It's this week. USC playing. Uh, um, no, it's USC playing Utah. It's Utah playing Oregon. Right. This week. Man, it's going to be interesting. More. That interests me more than this USC. Because I was pretty much. I knew it was possible for USC to win out. Whatever. And make it interesting. But. I really didn't have too many hopes, and that just, there it is right there. They didn't do it. 
so they could beat somebody and make it harder for them but this game is more interesting because i want to see how good this utah team is i do think oregon is gonna beat utah but i want to see like how close is it gonna be bo nick should get this one he should he should be the best quarterback on the field i'm saying that caleb williams was and he lost but bo nicks has a team he has a running game he has a defense both of the coaches are good who's gonna out coach who you know it's gonna be important you know what i'm saying oregon versus utah it's gonna be a cool game who else is playing this weekend somebody else is playing I'm trying to think off the top of my head it's gonna be it's gonna be one other nice little game for college football last week was just real good you know what i'm saying penn state ohio state bama tennessee and then a whole bunch of games where people who shouldn't have lost one uh, a few teams did lose and then i think north carolina lost um washington struggled texas struggled college football is so good it's just like all sports nba starting tonight like all, all sports are gonna be good because who's gonna win it like it's right up into the championship games we 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 spoil right now for real we spoil right now with sports if you're a sports fan like sports is good like baseball good right now too i don't even watch baseball i got the diamondback hat on they cold they playing phillies right now i don't cover baseball though i don't really watch it again y'all want me to y'all give me a reason to you a supporter you know what i mean i'm about to get an nfl eagles beat them dolphins told you and you know the real good teams they bounce back from from losses so I really expected them to win, and I expected them to win this way just because, like, this is what they do best. They run the ball best. They do that little QB sneak, that brotherly, that brotherly whatever they be calling it. You know what I'm saying? Jalen Hurts played good. He didn't have to out-throw to it because, I mean, they held the ball so long. They won the time of possession. They had the ball for, like, 36 minutes. Miami had it for, like, 26 to look uncomfortable in times the pressure um he made that mistake at the end Jalen Hurst gave up the ball twice and they still won um two possessions so the Eagles is real good they're a real good team I still think I like the 49ers better but Brock Purdy he just lost last night to the Vikings right Kirk Cousins finally got him prime time like it's a like this is what I'm talking about. Like the NFL is so good. Like you know what I'm saying. Like who can get it? Who's gonna be the last team standing at the end of this? Like Eagles are very good. 49ers gonna be very good. Um, the Lions are good. Baltimore. This is what I'm talking about. What was the score? 36. No, uh, 31-17. Tua had 23 or 32. A touchdown and interception. Jalen Hurts, pretty much same thing. 23-32. A touchdown and interception and a fumble. But I think he might have ran one. The QB sneak, they can't stop. It's just going to be... Like, I remember watching the Super Bowl. And just thinking about, bro, you really got to guard this team. If they can run the ball, it's very easy for the Eagles to win when they're ahead. It's hard to come back against the Eagles. It's hard to come back against the Eagles. 
to beat the Eagles, you beat them the way the Chiefs beat them. You know what I'm saying? You got to match their points by halftime. You let them you let them get the ball first. Match their points by halftime. Go into halftime with it being tied or a one possession game at least. And you got to figure out how to stop them a few times. You know what I'm saying? But if you can make him throw, that's your best bet at winning. Because if they could just run a ball, look, first down, three yards. Second down, little 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 play action pass. It could be a first down. If it's not, it's three, four yards. Like they run the offense real well. Eagles are so good. All right, I'm about to talk about the AFC North real quick. I mean, like, it's ridiculous. You got Baltimore. Definitely second team, best team in the AFC. Top four team in the NFL. I mean, they, they roster don't have too many weaknesses, if any. Lamar Jackson is probably Lamar Jackson's best year he's ever played. Like, throwing a ball, running, like, the weapons he has. They can run the ball on offense. It's another hard ball. I mean, these Ravens, they're there. I think the Chiefs going to get to the Super Bowl. And my only reason for saying that is we seen Patrick Mahomes do it. I think Lamar got it in him. I wouldn't be surprised. The Ravens end up in the Super Bowl this year. It looks like it. Pittsburgh. Like, they 4-2, and two, bro. They just keep winning games. And I'm looking at their schedule. They could win a lot more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just don't... Just based off the teams that they beat already and who they have left on their schedule, they could win a lot more games. Their defense is really good. And they just find a way to win in the fourth quarter. So I really like I really like Pittsburgh. Um Cincinnati. They're three and three, but Joe Burrow's getting back in the swing of things. Um he might turn back up, you know. Like it's close enough for him to turn it around and they get to the playoffs. And then the Browns four and two. Miles Garrett, he's he's like, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? You 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 don't do nothing. You pray. You hope he break an ankle or something. If Deshaun Watson could get back healthy, I think he hurt again, and get back to where he was in Houston. Team be dangerous, man. And this one I'm talking about the NFL is so good because that's just the AFC North. You know what I'm saying? The Jets still playing the way they play, and that's just so weird. The Patriots just beat the Bills. The Bills are still the Bills. Um, Miami just lost, but it's still Miami. Uh, and then the Chiefs still out there. The Jaguars. Really like Trevor Lawrence. Really like Jaguars. They playing the Steelers this week. It's a game that I'm, I'm going to be paying attention to. I see Jacksonville winning, but I'm interested in seeing how good the um, Steelers play against them and vice versa. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be top three quarterbacks one day in the league. Like Eventually, like, so, like this is one of those pivotal years for him to make that case. You know what I mean? And 
statistically he'll grow, but he wins games. Like, they find a way to win. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the defense is good. They run the ball again. Doug Peterson, I really like him as a coach. Like, I really like the Jaguars. They, like, my third favorite team in the AFC, AFC outside of the Ravens and the Chiefs. Yeah, man. That's pretty much it. This week, Cowboys um, playing the Rams. Cowboys should win. But the Rams are sneaky because Sean McVay can – he's a very good coach. Matt Stafford could throw the ball. Um, what's the name of that receiver they got? He's cold. Um, and Cooper Cup still there. Um, they could find a way to win against Cowboys just because it's Cowboys. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I'm interested in that game. I'll be paying attention to that. NBA started tonight. The Lakers are playing – Denver. All right, I'll give y'all quick picks on NBA, who I think is going to be in it. I think it really comes down to Denver's cool. I don't see them getting back. I don't know why. Maybe I don't want them to. Maybe I'm going to have to see them do what they did last year again, and it's going to – they could be the best team all the way to the playoffs. I'm going to need to see it again. Sorry. It's just how it is. Um What's frustrating about the Suns is Bradley Bill already not playing. Like, they about to play tonight, and he already is not playing. And it's just like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, health is so important. Like, Devin Booker gets hurt, and everybody gets injuries. But, you know what I'm saying? We've seen Kevin Durant go down, and he, sh- he for the most part, he's a healthy person. Devin Booker g- does get hurt. Um, I-, I just don't. I want to see the team on the court. I don't want them to not playing when it matters most so um i I like these lakers y'all i'm gonna be honest with y'all i like the lakers winning i like the lakers winning it this is a very long team a deep team they space the floor give them a whole year to gel i think they could beat a lot of these teams they was right up there with denver you know what i'm saying and then they added the pieces that they do have, like, I feel like the Lakers could, you know, get to the finals. And I feel like the Celtics should, and I would like to see them do it. I just haven't seen them. They should get to the finals. A lot of people got the Celtics winning. I really like the Bucks though. Like, i am really been back and forth all day between who I think will actually make it. And I'll tell you why I think the Bucks because Giannis – will show up in a game seven, in a game six, no question. And Dame is clutch, too. And the pieces that they got around them, I feel like, are battle-tested. Celtics are definitely battle-tested, too. But I just keep coming back to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown not even scoring 20 points in game seven against the Heat. The Celtics should have made it to the finals last year. The Heat had the Heat. Boy, they just be finding ways to get there, but they shouldn't have been there, bro. Jay, Jay, Jason Tatum, you're supposed to take over. Jalen Brown, you're supposed to take over. And I expect them to take over. But I know what Giannis is going to do. And I feel like I know what Dame is going to do. And it might be Lakers, Bucks in the, in the finals. And that'll be interesting. Lakers, Celtics would be lit, too. 
um, sons getting there would be cool. Man, sports is real good. All right, look, that's it. That's it, man. I ain't got no more for y'all. I ain't. I'm busy. You know what I mean? I got a lot going on. Get out. I ain't. This is my crib. Y'all got y'all gotta get out MTV. Anyway, I'm playing. Look. It's Christian Devion Podcast. Episode three. If you made it all the way to the end, I really appreciate you. You know, share it with somebody. Um be looking out for episode four. Again, message me if you got any topics you want me to cover message me you know what i'm saying and check out my song facts on all dsps new song coming soon trust me we ain't done yet but yeah man y'all be good appreciate y'all